Howdy folks, Rob Noxious, Drunk Noxious, back again. Today, we're going to be talking about Final Fantasy VII, but largely how it is one of the most prescient games in human history. So, well Rob, what's Final Fantasy VII? In 1997, on the PlayStation 1, Squaresoft released a game called Final Fantasy VII which was the seventh iteration, uh, main iteration in their long-running series Final Fantasy, going back to the Nintendo Entertainment System, or Famicom, in the 1980s. The game is basically just a Dungeons & Dragons uh, port to a game console, with the idea that each player would have, uh, each character would have a special ability. Like, there would be a mage. Uh, the mage is someone who's good with magic. There'd be a dark magic user, like the Sith, I guess, from Star Wars, who used uh, magic that damaged people. And then there would be your light magic or white magic user, your white mage, who would use healing spells and various other buffs, uh, things that would improve your party, uh, and could deal also damage as well. Then there would be the thief, who could steal and who could deal damage. And then there would be your paladin, uh, etc. Basically, <clears throat> old-fashioned dungeons and dragons. But it proved resilient. And in the seventh iteration, the series went in a weird turn. Uh, whereas most of the games were focused on fantasy and on... Uh, like a Lord of the Rings style adventure. The seventh one went in a different direction. And it went in a direction that really no other game in the series ever really went to. The themes of Final Fantasy VII are fourfold. One, environmentalism, taking care of the planet. Uh, the game starts off with you attacking a Mako, although as a kid I remember it as Mako, but the developers call it Mako. It could be because of the Japanese vowel system, but at the end of the day, Mako, Mako, doesn't really matter. Mako is energy derived from the planet. You could even equate it with nuclear energy. And these reactors, according to the quote-unquote terrorist group or the freedom fighter group, Avalanche, Avalanche is a group of people who are looking to destroy the Mako or Mako reactors because they are stealing the lifeblood of the planet. They don't name the planet, they just call it planet or the planet. So there's an environmentalist take on this that violence to protect planet is necessary. And this is, of course, mirrored in Sephiroth, who is the main villain of the series, uh, not of the series, of the game, and who has become well known as one of the biggest villains in gaming history. He, of course, is trying to do the same thing as Avalanche, but from a different side. Sephiroth is trying to take control of the planet, whereas Avalanche is trying to free the planet. And those are things, that's another theme of Final Fantasy VII, is balance. 
You know, there are two sides of environmentalism. There are people who want to take control of the planet, people uh, such as uh, those in Congress who wish to abolish uh, airplanes and airports, uh, thinking that will solve the problem. But then on the other side, there are people who think that just destroying any form of energy will free the planet. But are both sides right? Or are both sides wrong? Well, that's where Final Fantasy VII is deep. None of its themes are good or bad. It's, that, that's the great thing about a story. When you focus on just one side of an agenda, you don't get a full story. You know, you could destroy all the Mako reactors, but where's all the electricity? Where's your refrigerated foods, your vegetables and your fruits preserved so that you can use them for longer than just four or five days? How do you keep your bread from molding after about half a week? Well, you got to put it in the fridge. Well, how's your fridge functioning? Well, it gets electricity. Okay, well, where, where is the electricity coming from? Well, it's from a power plant. Okay, well, how does that power plant function? And that's what Final Fantasy VII is trying to say, is that you can claim to protect the environment all you want, but without Mako energy, coal, nuclear, you don't have a refrigerator. How are you going to keep your yogurt for more than a day? Otherwise, you'd have to make it fresh every day. Your ice cream. You couldn't have your ice cream for more than a few hours. Otherwise, it would turn back into milk. Many people in this world claim they want to protect the planet, but the things that would accomplish their goal would remove creature comforts. <clears throat> because without nuclear or coal energy, Sure, you could say, wind will take care of it. Well, hey Siri, what's the wind speed? The wind's blowing at five miles per hour, east-southeast, right now. Yeah, well, if you think you can run the planet, you can run the United States of America on five miles per hour of wind. Good luck. You have to find a place with at least 25 to 30 miles per hour of wind every day, all day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Otherwise, you ain't gonna get much energy out of it. The next theme of Final Fantasy VII is the detachment that we, that we all get from a modern society. That we're all trying to be soldiers. And this is funny, because this was written in 1995, 1996 and released in 97. Everyone wants to be a soldier. To be the big dog, you know, big old willy wang jangling around your pants. You've got a big old kangaroo in your trousers because you're a soldier. The theme of being the best when you're really not. You're just some nobody pretending to be somebody. 
The other theme? That's the real theme. Pretending. We're all pretending to be someone. Barrett is trying to pretend to be some big badass who's going to take on the world. But really, when it comes to it, he can barely handle an infiltration. He has to hire a mercenary who is also pretending to be who he's not. So we move on to the third theme, corporate power. That corporations grow so large that eventually they're irreplaceable. You can't get around them. That a corporation can almost become a government. You look at Apple, you look at Amazon, you look at Google, you look at Facebook. Can you get away from any of them? None of these companies other than Apple exist in 1997. Google and Amazon are in their infancies. Facebook is a PhD project. The only company that exists in 1997 that is a large corporation today, other than Microsoft and Apple, that's it. Yet they run everything today. Microsoft controls the majority of the software market. Apple controls a lot of the mobile software market and hardware. Google founded in 1996 but their search engine won't enter the lexicon until 1998. How prescient that is. And lastly, its last theme. Is good or evil really something that exists? You know, you go back to Shakespeare, nothing is good or bad, but thinking makes it so. Is Sephiroth truly evil? He's trying to rescue the planet by destroying those who have leached off of it. He's destroying the corporations, Shinra. But you're Cloud, and you have to destroy him, while at the same time trying to destroy Shinra. So... Cloud and Barrett and Tifa and Aerith and all of the gang have the same aim as Sephiroth. It's the same argument. They both want to get rid of Shenra and protect the planet. So what is how does Sephiroth become a villain when his motives are the same as the people or who are tracking him down to defeat him? Well, Sephiroth wants to turn the planet into a spaceship so he can ride around the cosmos just as his mother did long ago. He's looking to genocide. Whereas Cloud and his group are looking to just get rid of Shinra and go back to the old ways. Get rid of electricity. But you have to think, do you, do you want to get rid of your air conditioning? That requires electricity. Uh, your electric range to cook in your apartment or house. Uh, how are you going to cook? There's so many things that we rely on electricity and energy for that we don't really think about it. But it is an interesting criticism of our society in the form of a video game where you collect energy balls called materia to cast spells, magic, 
to defeat your enemies. But is evil evil, and is good righteous? Or is evil righteous and good self-righteous? Those are intellectual thoughts, not, are the corporations bleeding us dry? That's not an intellectual thought. Any, I mean, Robin Hood thought it up in the Middle, middle Ages. Any idiot with no money can say, well, if we rob the rich and give it to the poor, then everything will be all right. It doesn't require a whole lot of intellectual thought to come up with that one. Uh, actually, it doesn't require any intellectual thought. Actually, any two-bit idiot can come up with rob the rich, give to the poor, which is where Robin Hood comes from. But this game actually asks those questions. Are, what are we? You know, we have electricity. Where does it come from? Coal, natural gas, nuclear. You can say it comes from wind power, but it's not even 4%, not even 10%. And even then, if it were 10%, What's a hundred minus ten? Many people, they, they rely on science. The thing is, science can be broken down. Wind power is increasing. And so is, you know, is Tesla. Yeah, well, Tesla is 3% of the car market. And what's a hundred minus three? We have 100,000 people dead from coronavirus. There are about 330 million people in the United States, minus 100,000. Leaves 100,000 divided by 330 million. 0, 0.0, that's a tenth. One hundredth, one thousandth, one ten thousandth. Three ten thousandths. Three out of every ten thousand die from the coronavirus. Three out of every ten thousand. One hundred thousand out of 330 million. You see why science can sometimes be misleading. 100,000 is a big number. That's a lot of people to die. It is, of course, sad. But that doesn't even approach a thousandth. It's a ten thousandth. We weep for the dead. And that's what Final Fantasy VII is trying to show with the collapse of the Sector Seven plate. <clears throat> is that more people are affected by poverty than are affected by the coronavirus. 
there are more people in this country affected by poverty this year than will be affected by the coronavirus. There are about 30 to 50 million people in the United States out of a country of 330 million. So let's do the math. 50 million at the most liberal estimate. It's about 15%. About 15% 15 of the nation lives in bad poverty. 15%. 3% of a percent. 3% of a percent, meaning that it's divided by 100 and then again by another 100. So you take the people who died from coronavirus and then you divide by 100 and then you divide by 100 again. 15% of the nation lives in poverty and yet we're talking about nothing. And yet people live in abject poverty. 15%. And this game talks about that. The slums, the Sector 7 slums, the Sector 5 slums, those living under the rotting pizza of Midgar. We distract ourselves with a virus that can kill the elderly to ignore the youth who are now impoverished by the shutdown of the economy. And it's funny how this game is so prescient in 1997 to really understand how economies work. They dropped the plate. <clears throat> how Midgar works is there's a circle around the city of Midgar. And there are nine sectors. As you divide a pizza into nine, and we know that they call it a pizza because one of the songs is called Under the Rotting Pizza. The mayor of Midgar, his name is Domino, and each of the nine sectors is a slice. It looks like a slice of a pizza. There's above the plate and below the plate. Above, below the plate is on the ground. Above the plate is on the plate, a giant plate of metal. Above the ground, about 1,000 to 2,000 feet above that houses the wealthier people in Midgar. The wealth below is poor, the wealth above is mid, and the wealth above that is higher. And yet we're focused on a virus that only kills the elderly. Well, it killed a 19-year-old person. Yeah, well, they're like an outlier. It's kind of like a 19-year-old having a heart attack. It's so rare that we only talk about it because it's the news. They need something to talk about. Well, because they got nothing else to talk about. So we'll close here. Go play Final Fantasy VII. It's remastered in all forms for multiple consoles. And then there's a remake for the PlayStation 4 exclusive. Please buy it. The characters are fantastic, and they're wonderful people who have worked on it. And the original crew have come in to work on it with a whole new cast. And its themes, its embodiment, its cast, crew, and 
dialogue, really hold their ground 23 years later.